Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to What's going on? I'm back. You don't know. You don't want to know why I was gone. I love the uh, rumors, though. By the way, Garrett Lewis with you on this Trump Day. KNST AM seven ninety two Suns most stimulating talk. It is your morning ritual. Before I get to that other stuff, three things I think you need to know. Number one, congratulations. If you're a Pima County taxpayer, you now own a bowling alley. Yes. Oh, it went through. You overpaid for it. <laughs> You overpaid for it, um, and uh, and don't worry, it's a, it's a great use of your money. Forget the roads. It's a great use of your money. Uh, also, the uh, board voted 3-2 to move forward on a sales tax increase, but don't worry, it won't go anywhere because it needs to be 5-0. 5-0 in votes overall to get that thing done, and it is dead on arrival because Ellie Miller and Steve Christie have both said, this is dumb, this is stupid, blah, 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 so it's not going to happen. Second thing that I think you need to know, Oro Valley, don't think I forgot about you, Oro Valley, and Satish, Satish Higher Math. You. Yeah, you. You're going to, the, the, and this is where it stinks for Oro Valley residents, but this is where voting matters. Uh, at tonight's Oro Valley Town Council meeting, there will be a vote on a $14 million bond. Now, they say it's not going to raise your taxes. $14 million bond, right? And what it's going to do is, is give money for the golf course, which is losing money like crazy. Uh, money to redo the restaurant, to change it from being a restaurant at all because it loses money like crazy, and to replace uh, some water infrastructure. So there you go. Those are th- those are some things that are going to happen today, and they claim it's not going to raise taxes. They're going to use other existing monies and just divert them to that because that, that golf course, those well, the three courses, the 218s and the 9, they're doing so well, so well. Third thing, I think you need to know, uh, Martha McSally. Now, this is just freaking funny. Martha McSally officially changes her support. She originally co-sponsored a bill that would have led to amnesty and citizenship for illegal aliens. But since she's in a tough primary, she has uh, said, I made it official. I no longer support a bill I co-sponsored. I support the tougher one that like wants like a wall and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes, Martha. We'll get into that. Yes, she's. She, it's not like she's changing that only to get elected. It's not like she's saying this is the equivalent of John McCain saying, "Let's build the dang wall," and I'm going to. I'm going to vote out Obamacare. Excuse me. <laughs> Three things I think you need to know. Did you destroy? That was Bruce Jacobs. I want to thank Bruce for um, <laughs> for for doing a great job last couple of days and uh, and just for crushing it. Um, and uh, and apparently. I, I popped in for just a second yesterday uh, to hear Bruce's greatness. Right and, at the right time. And, and at that particular poem, I, I thought he like swallowed a cat. Not like a hairball, but a cat. Put him in a con. Excuse me. <laughs> did, you, did you murder him with that yesterday? Oh, totally. Because totally, totally. oh. <laughs> he sent me a text after that. That wasn't very nice. 
<laughs> Do it one more time. One more time. <laughs> yeah, coal miner's lung. And then put him in a. <laughs> Excuse me. That's like so much fried rice stuck in there, which is a Jewish food. It is a Jewish food. It's well, the day before it was uh it was a uh, bagels and locks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Fishbone. Oh man. Oh, I would. Okay, I, you're crying over there. Because that was just like the <laughs> only Bruce can make a sound that is not human. That was like that. I love it. It's so good. It's so good when it hits your lips. All right, let's have some fun right now. Since you already bought the bowling alley, by the way, Allie Miller is going to join us at 7:10 because there was a lot of stuff that happened at the Pima County Supervisor meeting yesterday. And don't get discouraged. I know you sent a lot of emails and phone calls and everything else, but don't think that you literally have no chance. Didn't do anything. You got to. You got to just keep going. You got to keep doing it. You can't just give up. And, uh, and again, vote, 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 vote the right way. Um, it's going to take time. You got to have some patience. Uh, but that, that's what that's what needs to happen. OK, that's what needs to happen. So um, on I think it was Friday. Was it Friday? I think it was Friday. Uh, that's when uh, Bud press release Foster. Did his press release story about the possibility of Pima County buying a bowling alley. I started getting lit up on Twitter and on uh, emails. Here it is. Here is Bud's thing. Yes, it was put out fri- a Friday night news dump. Everybody watches the news on a Friday night, don't they? I do. Oh, yeah. So uh, good, old, uh, good old Bud press release Foster, uh, the unofficial spokesperson for Pima County, uh, the unofficial spokesperson for Chuck Huckleberry, um, a reporter for Tucson News Now. He's got the the pants up high, right below the nipples, everything else. <clears throat> uh, he, I watched this report. He did an entire story. It was like two plus, it was two minutes and 56 seconds. You know what was not mentioned in two minutes and 56 seconds? Roads. The whole story, and you're going to hear part of it. The whole story was asking people who were bowling if they're upset that the bowling alley could possibly go away. Shockingly enough, people that enjoy bowling at Golden Pin Lanes out on Miracle Mile were upset that bowling may go away. Nothing like, you know, I think the roads are more important than this. No, 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 why should Bud bring that up? Wasn't part of the press release. So you get this crack reporting from Bud Foster who, uh, well, let's just hear some of it. And nothing was brought up about roads. Nothing was brought up about asbestos. Nothing at all. Listen to Bud from Friday. Here we go. But now Pima County wants to buy the bowling alley and renovate it and turn it into office space. It'd be a huge loss. But not for the county, which can buy the building and house six county agencies for Ooh. far less than Ooh. it spends to house them separately now. Pause yeah, it. I can't. That was in the press release that Chuck Huckleberry put out last week that we talked about on this show. He did that because you were putting so much pressure, and so was Allie Miller. So much pressure on them. He had to just try to justify buying this. He didn't think anybody would notice like normal. And he had to justify it by saying, we paid a lot of rent since the year 1991. Hey, no crap, man. No crap. You pay for things since 1991, it's going to cost a lot of money. And Bud just repeated the press release. Let's continue. I can't stop any, you know, if they decide to do this. But I'm still hoping they don't. 
And many others hoped the same. Pushback was quick and harsh, so much so the Lanes posted this notice on his Facebook page hinting that it's all a big mistake, oh, sparing really? the fans a bit of angst for now. You know, so I've got it, and my family bowls here. My brother bowls here. Oh. My, his in-laws. A lot of my friends and family Excuse bowl me. here. Uh, hang on, the hang deal on. Is but, uh, that was actually the dude. Uh, he bowls there, but he doesn't roll on Shabbat. And, uh, yeah, that's how you want well, my whole family bowls here. And we just bowl here. and it just, Everything is about, like, this is the worst story. I thought, bud, you'd put out some pretty bad one-sided stuff. This is awesome. He's talking to the big Lebowski right now, the dude, Mr. Lebowski. Very upset. Let's continue. His in-laws, a lot of my friends and family bowl here. Pause it. The so deal. We, so we got, so we got uh, you know, uh, you know, I got a lot of family that, uh, that bowls here. I bowled here. My kids have bowled here. My, my, my mom bowled here. My brother, my cousin, uh, removed from marriage twice, but then became a cousin again somehow. He was bowling here for a long time. Uh, I bowled there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I spent a lot of time uh, rubbing my balls here, my bowling balls. And, uh, you know, it's it's just uh, it's, it's really going to be a shame that I can't just send my balls down that oil-slicked uh, lane anymore. It's just I'm going to miss that. I like <clears> the 8-pound <throat> balls more than the 10-pound balls. Do you really? Yeah, they're easier to, to maneuver. <clears throat> what? Let's continue. The deal is not yet final. It'll be up to the county to decide if it's willing to appease the taxpayers, oh. but at the same time disappoint a couple of generations oh, no. of bowling fans. Oh, man. Uh, it's, it's the first time in years and years that I've been able to come someplace and just relax, meet people, and just be happy. Oh, you know, yeah. bud, that's... Bud, come on. That's so important. Bud, help so me. important. Got to be happy. Yeah, now we'll know a whole lot more next week when Pima County will vote on whether to buy golden pens or maybe not. Uh, that vote will come up on Tuesday. Now, if you'd like to read the county response or the response from Golden Pen Lanes, we have that posted on our website. That's for these folks here. They're certainly hoping that it stays open for a while so they have something to do with their spare time oh, at Golden oh, Pen oh, Lanes oh, on my Foster oh. K1 News 13. Five there you but not one thing about the roads. By the way, I love how in the beginning that we're middle of the story right there that you heard the bowling alley was like, "This is all a big mistake. We're not really going to sell. <laughs> it's not really going to happen like that. No, no, no. We're not going. Right. Nothing from Bud. Like I don't know. Asking Huckleberry, is this really a smart use of money when people want roads fixed? Stupid question. That's true. <clears throat> um <laughs> thanks don not nothing nothing at all from uh from good old press release bud <laughs> i know what's gonna happen nothing from good old press release bud uh about asking again about why why is this happening so quickly and and again is this what people really want that's yeah stupid question i know why you keep asking those things? It, I guess it is. I could never qualify for a job at Tucson News Now. Are you sure? Uh, you could be a producer. I no, I, I couldn't because I'd actually do normal things, and people wouldn't like me anymore. We couldn't get an interview to put two minutes on the air every night. Or, <laughs> I mean, it's just it was it, well, it was like lead, like literally the worst. That's why people were like blowing up my phone uh, again on Twitter, on on email. And this is it. You called it. That's why I call him press release bud. It's for a reason. Uh, and and listen, after the vote last night, you got to hear some of this stuff. Sharon the Driver Bronson, Pima County Supervisor Sharon the Driver Bronson, 
has basically said, it's over. Listen, uh, there's, no, there's no way we're ever going to fix these roads. You got to hear that. That's coming up. Again, we'll have Allie Miller on at 710 this morning. Oh, this is... I was, I was shocked. At what she said? Yeah. She's just so ignorant. Or maybe it's just dumb. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it may, I th- you think, I, yeah, I think it, it's not like she has the capability of knowing these things and she just doesn't. I just, I just think that she's just, she's just dumb. When you drive into a wall of water, which is what she did, if you're new to this show, she did that about two years ago, maybe? Yes, yes. Uh, right, right across the street from the radio yep. station. She decided to drive. It was a really bad monsoon. And she drove to a side street and then head on into a wall of water and destroyed a taxpayer-owned county vehicle. And there was never an investigation. I, I, I don't know if she was on anything, but generally when that happens, they investigate that kind of stuff. But not for the driver who set back women's rights at least 50, 60 years. Because now Tell we all, yeah, we now think that women will all do the anyway. Uh, Six twenty-two. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know. I think the good ones won't. The good define good ones. All right. Anyway, <laughs> they're not, not Sharon, Sharon Bronson. There oh you go. man. So anyway, uh, we <laughs> wait to hear what she said about the roads coming up. This is just uh, this is good stuff. Don't go anywhere. Morning, it's coming up in about four minutes. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shut. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right about that. You're right about that. I don't know. Should I reveal what happened? I don't know. Nah, not just yet. Not just, okay. Maybe at the beer club. Gary ah, Lewis with you. Maybe tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow night I'll be at Mr. On's. I'll be there from 5 until 7 for our official beer club for men meeting. Uh, Oracle and Rudis will hope to see you there. 62 outside now. 98 will be the high today. So it's going to be very warm. Uh, 98. I don't see triple digits till next Friday. We'll see what happens for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, all right, let's play uh, Sharon Bronson real fast. Real fast. Number 21. Because, um, again, Pima County voted, the supervisors voted 3-2 to two to move forward on a plan to fix the roads, but they need a 5-0 to zero vote to actually have a sales tax increase because in order to raise taxes, you need a unanimous vote. It's a state law, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and again, it's now coming out 50. Allie Miller broke the story. Steve Christie finally woke up to it. The supervisors, uh, Supervisor Dick Elias was like, man, if we're going to raise taxes to fix the roads, uh, it's going to hurt people in my area, my district, because they're more, they're more poor people. So out of the road tax, out of the money you're going to claim for the roads in this tax, I need $58 million of it for social services for my poor people. Excuse me? I thought it was a road repair tax. Anyway, here is a, a Bud Foster doing a story on this with Sharon Bronson. Uh, listen to this. Here we go. The county board approved a plan today to fix the roads, but it is just a plan. To fund it with a half-cent sales tax takes a unanimous vote. That clearly isn't coming. We're out of tools. With the deep divisions on the board, for that to happen would be a minor miracle. Uh, Voters are not going to be happy. I'm not happy. we, We had some tools and our board is not working together for what's best in the interest of our residents. Oh my god. But it's better to buy oh. a freaking bowling alley. Right? And by the way, nothing from press release bud on like you think maybe you should not have bought a bowling alley and maybe use that seven million bucks to put toward the roads. And again it might be ten million dollars when it's all said and done because you're gonna have to have asbestos. Asbestos removed. 
No, nothing from Bud on that because he doesn't want to put them in a bad uh, position where they actually have to answer a question. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not happy. We had all the tools. And by tools, I mean tax raise, tax hike. That's what we need, new taxes. That's a tool we have. Of course, you can't actually use the tool of your eyes. Your eyes are a tool there, Sharon. And you can go back into the budget the way Allie Miller has well, we and, fi- and find billions, billions. Oh, it's true. She's a bad driver. Fine, fine. She's a staff. Sorry. Sorry. Good point. That's no, a good point, though. But you could use something, someone, to go back into the budget the way Allie Miller has and find a billion dollars that is not needed to be spent this year or next year or whatever and reallocate it to roads. Allie found it was it was like 30 different projects. We have tools and tools. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So there you go. We'll have Allie Miller on at 710 about this. Now we're going to have even more fun, too. We have to get to... um. We have to get to Martha McSilent as she literally flip-flops in a way that only John McCain and Jeff Flake could. I mean, it's really... And I'm starting to get emails, by the way, from people. Hey, I've loved your show since you started. I've been listening. I think Martha McSally's okay. I, I wish you would reconsider and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. 633 now on KNST AM 790. We'll get to that coming up in about six minutes. Uh, however, my guy, Bobby Z, Bob Zach Meyer. See, Bob leads the Win 3 team powered by EXP Realty. And, and I'm telling you, how homes are not staying on the market very long. No, 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 no. Um, there are homes that are literally flying off the shelves. It is a seller's market right now. Have you thought about selling your home? Maybe you haven't even thought about it, but you're like, I remember when people really made a lot of money years ago when homes were overinflated. I don't think they're overinflated now. I just think the economy is getting better and the, the home prices are finally catching up and there's big demand in home ownership again. After all these geniuses built all these apartment complexes, there's big demand in home ownership. So Bob can help you out. If you're frustrated, you've been trying to find a home and every time you think you find one, there's like 12 bids on it or it's already sold because it sells in like two days. Bob has a secret stash of homes. Right, secret stash of homes that that nobody else knows about. So find out if Bob has a home that nobody else knows about that could be perfect for you and your family. And again, when it comes to selling, if you're thinking about it, like I was saying, get Bob to go to your home. Call him at three one four sold. Find out if uh, if he thinks that well, you could get a good good amount of money for your home if it makes sense to finally get the bigger home, extra bedroom, playroom for the kids, pool, better neighborhood, whatever it might be. You might be able to get more than you realize. Bob will use real market data to give you a real accurate number of what your home is worth. Call Bob today at 314-SOLD. $14 million bond that they say will not raise taxes, but the $14 million bucks is going to go to their failing golf courses, uh, the failing restaurant to convert it into something other than the restaurant. Even though, remember, there was a, a resident that said, I'll take over the restaurant, I'll pay for the renovations, I'll do everything, I'll make it work, and they didn't even call the guy back. Uh, they're also going to change uh, water infrastructure, some aging pipes. Yep. Third thing. I think you need to know. We'll get to this in a second. Martha McFlip. I got an email. Martha McSilent. Uh, Martha McSally has issued a statement where she is now against a bill that she literally co-sponsored. Co-sponsored that would have uh, led to citizenship for illegal aliens. She said, I'm no longer backing or supporting a bill I co-sponsored. Instead, I am, sp- I am behind another bill that would not let this happen and is tougher on illegal immigration. 
because she's running for Senate. Oh, you got to love this, huh? Martha, McSilent, McFlip. Three things I think you need to know. Um, McSilent, McFlip. What do you think it should be? McSilent, McFlip, you name it. Can I throw McGee in there somewhere? Why? What does that have to do with it? I don't know. I okay. Like it. What does that make? Martha, McSilent, McGee. McDonald, McBig, Big, McBig Mac. I don't know. I don't know. McMess? Well, that too. So uh, let's go hang on uh, really quick about the roads to Eric. Eric, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey there. Hi. Uh, listen, my father-in-law is, uh, well, was actually, he's retired now, but he was the, the person who checked out all the roads and, and made all the recommendations for repairs for Carefree and the Cave Creek area. And he came down one time, he had his book of, like, different kinds of things that are wrong with roadways. And everything, I mean, every single thing, there's, uh, I, I won't even go into all the things that are wrong with the roadways, but they've, this was 10 years ago. They've known for a very long time that the roads were going to be unsavable uh, because they kept, they kept kicking the can down the road for the mm-hmm. last 20 years. Yep. So, uh, and, and they knew as they were doing this that they were getting further and further behind and I, I just don't think that they, I think they thought, well, you know, hey, look, if we're going to get further and further behind, let's at least line our pockets or, you know, give some money to Grijalva or whoever, whatever the heck they were doing. Uh, where, did, where did that $120 million or whatever the heck that was go for the Rio Nuevo? Um, all that money goes away, and they put it someplace else. And that's why our roads are in the condition they're in. And, yeah, she's right. We will never be able to do this without serious taxation or without seriously changing the budget of Tucson, Arizona. And I don't know how they're going to do that. So uh, yeah, It starts with voting, and uh, it seems like it's an uphill battle. An uphill yeah. battle. But, I mean, it, it, well, people need to rise up and say, I've had enough. But if they keep electing morons like Dick Elias in there, a flat-out racist, uh, and, and honestly stupid to boot, but he buys off poor people. That's what he does. That's why he wants $58 million from this new alleged uh, sales, sales tax that's never going to happen. It's supposed to all go to roads. It's going to go to roads. And he says, I need $58 million to go to social services for my people because they're going to have to pay more and they can't afford it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is. It's, it's worse than ridiculous. I know. It's actually, I think it's actually criminal. Uh, I think there is, um, you know, has been a, a malfeasance, if that's the right word. And... Um, I think that uh, I don't know if there'll ever be any way to prove it or that anything will ever get done about it. But, I, yeah, it's, I think their behavior has been criminal. They've known what they were doing for a very long time. I don't think it's criminal. And- it's corrupt. It's corrupt and it's stupid. You, you know, you can, get, you can be brought up on corruption charges, but I just think it's corrupt and it's crooked and it's wrong and it's stupid. I don't know if it's, it's not criminal, but it's just, it's just it's criminally stupid is what it is. But it's, they didn't break any laws. Yeah, anybody else misplaces $120 million. Well, but that has nothing to do. But hang on, hang on, hang on, Eric. That's that all is, criminal. But, but I hear Eric, you. That and has, I agree. Eric, that has nothing uh, to it do. It probably isn't Eric, technically criminal. hello. That has nothing to do with the county and how they're budgeting for roads. Yeah, because when they give you a tax that says we're going to put it to the roads and then they spend it on something else, that's kind of that. But anyway, this is just one man's opinion. No, I, 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 I got gotcha. you. And, 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 gotcha. and I, I hear yours. So I hear yours. But well, the difference you. in the way we uh, perceive when our elected officials don't do what they say they're going to do exactly. to the permanent detriment of the people they exactly. were elected to serve. You're, you're a thousand percent correct there, man. A thousand percent. Eric, hey, I, man. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank See you. Man. Bye-bye. Uh, speaking of not doing what they said they do, remember how many times we heard John McCain say, we're going to build the dang fence this time. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Obamacare, you name it, right? Well, uh, Martha McSally, story from the Arizona Republic. I love it. Uh, Representative McSally shifts support to stricter immigration bill. Wait, wait, what? Uh, U.S. Representative Martha McSally has dropped her support for immigration reform legislation that offers a pathway to citizenship for undocumented dreamers in favor of a less generous alternative that would also sharply reduce legal immigration. No. McSally instead is backing a bill that calls for allowing undocumented immigrants brought to the U.S. as children to apply for contingent non-immigrant status rather than giving them a shot of becoming legal permanent residents and eventually full U.S. citizens. Yep. The move comes as McSally is facing two rival conservatives seeking this year's Republican nomination. We know this, right? We know this. I love this. McSally asked... Wait, hang on. Regardless, McSally made clear Thursday she intends to pursue a different course than the one she backed last year. McSally asked the House of Representatives for a unanimous consent to formally drop her co-sponsorship of a bill called Recognizing America's Children Act, which was seen as a Republican-led alternative to the DREAM Act authored by Democrats. So it was a Republican DREAM Act. It's called the RAC Act, Recognizing America's Children Act, RAC, RAC Act. It now has 35 sponsors, including Kirsten Sinema, congresswoman that is running for Senate as a Democrat, Arizona. She's the only Democrat to sign on to it. Mm-hmm. Her staff said McSally wanted to clarify that she now wants another bill called the Securing America's Future Act. It would do away with diversity visa program, impose tougher border enforcement provisions, has 95 co-sponsors, all of whom are Republicans, and it would grant contingent non-immigrant status to those brought to the U.S. as children if they meet certain conditions rather than citizenship. Okay, there you go. Yep. Uh, her spokeswoman, Kelly Shibby, put out a statement with a potential vote coming up on several bills related to this issue. Congresswoman McSally wanted to clarify which legislative solution she backs wholeheartedly. Will she change her mind about anything else? Will she change her mind once she gets elected, if she is elected? I'd love to ask her that, but she's too busy to come on this radio show because she's she's busy getting out her message, which also includes buying commercials on this radio station to get out her message of how much she helps you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't, I'm sorry, you can't get any more hilarious than that. You, you, you can't get any more funny than that. Martha, which way are you going? Literally last year, you backed this bill. Now, a year later, you're running for Senate. Abracadabra, I don't back it very much. I'm a fighter pilot, and I talk like one. That's why I told Washington Republicans to grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Yep. Uh, Martha, Martha, Martha. Martha, Martha, Martha. Uh, all right, uh, it's uh, six fifteen. I have no. I have nothing That's else it? to say. I. I have no. What else can you say? I mean, she's literally being McCain reincarnated. McCain number part two. That's what she is. Okay, she put it out there that this is who she is and what she's doing. Why will people still vote for her? That's the question. I don't know the A ten. Listen, I would still vote for her over. 
Kirsten Cinema. Me too. Because you need, and don't give me this crap. Well, I will never do it. No, you don't get to do what Reagan said. If you can only get sixty percent or eighty percent of what you want, you go back later and try to get the rest. Um, you can't have a nut job like you. Because let me tell you, as as much as Martha is trying to change her image about everything that she is about and everything else, Kirsten Cinema is doing it times a thousand. She's trying to act like she's not an extremist. She voted against the tax cuts for Obamacare. What else do you need to know besides that? But she's trying to act like a centrist now to get people's vote. And she's she's banking on people not coming out if somehow Martha beats Kelly Ward in the primary. Just telling you, it ain't worth it for that. You address it in six years. You call it a day. All right, uh, 653, we'll continue. we got uh, Allie Miller coming up at 710. Still have to get to Oro Valley and the stupid things they're doing. Great news on polls, all kinds of stuff happening. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, it's uh, 708. It's Trump Day. It's your morning ritual. He's going to kill me. With me, Garrett Lewis. He's a small guy, though. That, that's Bruce Jacobs' famous cough from yesterday. And Bruce did the, the show the last couple days because I was out. And I can't thank Bruce enough. <laughs> yeah, we can. We keep playing this thing. <laughs> Play the long version of it real quick. Play the long version of it real quick. Uh, uh, and then... Put him in a car. Excuse me. And he was laughing about it, too. That's so funny. All right, enough. That's that's awesome. That's I, great radio. I'm getting texts of asking of people asking where Bruce is at. Are, is he home with a cough? He may have died in that car. Who knows? Possibly. He should make that his, his ringtone. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Pima County. If you're a taxpayer here, guess what? You now own a bowling alley, which is which is awesome. Except you're not going to get any discounts to bowl there or anything like that. Oh, this nightmare of a deal. Nightmare of a deal. We'll talk to Allie Miller about that. And the fact that it's coming out now um, that the owner of that golf course, Kanoa Hills Golf Course down in Green Valley, the guy that owned it, that donated it, is getting he's, he's getting away with not having to pay a $100,000 fine of getting rid of a golf course that he's owned for less than 10 years. Thanks to Chuck Huckleberry. We get to all that stuff. Second thing that I think you need to know, Oro Valley taxpayers, get ready. Residents, taxpayers, there's going to be a vote tonight at the meeting. You should go. You should you should literally go, okay? Uh, and they're going to vote on a $14 million bond. $14 million bond. That's going to go to their failing golf courses, because this will help it, right? Yeah. Um, it's also going to go to their failing restaurant to convert it into something other than a restaurant. Yeah, isn't that nice? They say it's not going to raise taxes, but it's diverting money from, you know, that could be used in other places to this. Oh, and they're also going to, uh, they want to uh, redo some old or fix some aging water pipes. But it's also to help the golf course. Isn't that just nice? Third thing I think you need to know, Martha McFlip, McSilent, McSally, ask Congress, can you please, for the record, take me off of the co-sponsorship of the bill that would have given a pathway to citizenship for illegal aliens and change it to the one that's much tougher on them, the Goodlatte bill, 
because I need to get elected to the Senate and stuff. <laughs> She's doing her best impersonation of John McCain without doing the voice. And nothing wrong with what Martha's doing. I coached her. She say whatever you need to do. You get elected. We got you. So there you go. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, joining us now to talk about this whole situation in Pima County from the, the board meeting yesterday, Supervisor Allie Miller. Allie, how you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How are you, Garrett? Okay, so uh, I'm just wondering, after the meeting yesterday, did you go out and get a, a set of bowling shoes and yes, a ball yes. and a bag? <laughs> I got a, a bowling bag, a new ball, and some golf shoes. <laughs> some bowling shoes <laughs> yeah, so I can go. go bowling. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> my. a few gutter balls. <laughs> Why not? So let's let's back up. Besides the fact that um, that again the purchase is done, you know, is rushed through. Why not go for it? All of us, all of a sudden, Sharon Bronson's like, "This is a good. This is a smart use of money." All of a sudden, she cares about smart use of money for taxpayers. Yeah, they, uh, and and said that it. We, oh, we've been looking for a place for ten years, and this hat, this came on the market, and we need to rush to buy it before oh, yeah. somebody else, uh, you know, snaps it out from under us. Mm-hmm. That and paying over appraised value for it. Yes. So it, it's, um, as you know, the uh, appraisal, was, there, there were two appraisals or two cover sheets that came in with the appraisals. One said $2 million, the other said 2.2. And they were six days apart. So do you ever hear from that appraiser as to why those appraisals were different amounts? And on top of that, if, if he knew about the asbestos? Um, I actually did. Uh, I sent a registered letter because I figured I wouldn't get a call back from my phone call. And so he responded with, to his credit, and I thank him for it, even though he wouldn't respond to me because he said I was not the client. Uh, so he, re- he responded um, to the real property services, and, he, and I did end up getting a copy of his response. And what he said in there was that he had sent an incorrect, it was a typographical error, the $2 million one. So, so it's worth 2.2, okay. The 2.2 was his official appraisal. So, okay, um, thank you for that. And then the question on the asbestos, and I'll read right from his letter. He said, um, I was not provided with an environmental report addressing asbestos or other, other potentially hazardous materials that may or may not be present in the building or on the site and assumed that there were no significant issues in this regard. In other words, his appraisal is... No good, because he didn't even consider this. Uh, he wasn't aware of it, and he has a disclaimer in his um, appraisal. So uh, I pointed that out to the board yesterday, that this appraisal isn't any good. we got to, you know, go back and get another appraisal, but they were not interested in hearing any of that. They wanted to just push this through and, um, you know, make sure that they got this, this bowling alley uh, purchased. And, and the things that I pointed out, they're paying $57 per square foot. In the appraisal itself, the appraiser says bowling centers uh, go for $30 per square foot and often well below $20 per square foot. And he talked about the fact that there have been no significant private commercial development in that area, Miracle Mile and mm-hmm. I-10, for the past 40 years, and which... You read between the lines, this is, there's a limited market for this building, and we're paying, you know, 30% over appraised value for a building that did not have the uh, asbestos evaluated. Now, someone pointed out there's a 45-day window at which we can make the, uh, the Golden Pins uh, owner address the asbestos, 
we will see what happens in the next 45 days. I don't have much hope that they will make them uh, pay for the asbestos abatement. Yeah, I mean, address it like acknowledge it or like address it like, okay, we, we see the problem, now we have to fix it. Uh, you know, they potentially could, in the contract, could make them go back in the next 45 days, identify the problem, mm. and either cancel the contract or get them to agree to abate the uh, asbestos. And, you know, there's potentially most likely lead paint in there as well, mold, you know, in an old building that was built, I believe it was built in 1950. Now, and, and by the way, this is Allie Miller who you're listening to, Supervisor in District 1, Pima County Supervisor on KNST AM 790. Um, I, I just, and there's no way for you to ask questions. I get it because the rules. But, I mean, I, I would have loved it if somebody could ask Sharon or, or Dick Elias or Ramon Valdez, uh, would they have bought a piece of property um, without finding out if there was asbestos involved? Would they have paid 30% over uh, the property value, would they have acted the same way if it was their money on the line? Oh, of course not. You know, I, I, I don't think any sane person would do that. And the other thing that people need to know, um, that asbestos was never disclosed to the board. Uh, we just went back uh, as a result of trying to figure out what improvements were done because there were different uh, descriptions of, you know, they did some kitchen improvements. So I called my staff and I said, hey, pull up the building permits on this. And we found out there were some lock files. Mm -hmm. And then that is where we found in the Department of Environmental Quality that they had found, they had done 20 samples and found asbestos in the tiles, in the drywall, and in the ceiling. And so uh, the floor tiles and the ceiling. So as a re And they did a small area that they did some work in and... We uh, found that paperwork, so that's why that even came out to begin with. Otherwise, had I not, you know, directed them to go back and pull up this information, we would never have known this about any asbestos. No, you wouldn't. I mean, did you ask Chuck or anybody yesterday, was there any questions about why the permits are locked up and the public can't see them? Um, we did get a response back from the uh, uh, assistant county administrator, and he said that is... That is standard that they lock these files after they've been closed up. I've never seen that before. Um, we're, we're still looking into that to see exactly why they were locked up. And the actual building permits were issued through the city of Tucson. And they, this abatement was done in early May of 2017. So, and they, they did some improvement in the kitchen area. So um, why we would pay, the, the appraisal was... Um, uh, dated December of 2017, why we would pay this much money over the appraised value. It doesn't make any sense. It's pretty clear that uh, there was a, uh, I, I don't know what the rationale, I honestly cannot rationalize in my mind why we would pay even appraised value at this point. Yeah, no kidding. When Especially when the appraiser said, you know, bowling alleys are actually below value. Look at the area, the area around there, a miracle mile, let's face it, it's a dump. Yeah. So it's not like there's high demand. You know, that's it's location, location, location in real estate. Um, right. when, and what about the deal? Why does this guy get to stay in business and not pay rent for a year or property tax for a year? Oh, this is the other thing. This came out in Chuck's original memo. Um, he said, oh, he's going to be staying in the building for a year, and it's going to save taxpayers money because we will not have to pay for security for the building. I, I'm not making this up. 
This is in Huckleberry's original oh memo. Oh my God! So what, what about the forty-one grand in property taxes? The yes, guy won't pay. We're going to lose the forty-one thousand in property taxes. And remember, they serve liquor on the premises, and he is required to carry insurance. But what? Yeah, you know, I think it was um, liability two or three million. But think about that. If there's a car accident, anything like that, and Pima County owns the property and they're serving liquor on it, and there's a, you know, some sort of major accident, guess who's liable? County taxpayers. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a lot of issues here. Um, there was no reason to push this through in a hurry. Um, I think it was, um, I don't know what, what truly is behind the uh, rationale for, for doing this in such a fashion. Um, we will see if they come back within the next 45 days and drop the price or require him to do the abatement, the owner of that facility right now, to do all of the asbestos, mold, lead paint abatement, or any other environmental issues on the property. I suspect that will not happen. We see this over and over again. And this is $7 million. Um, Chuck has admitted that he's going to spend $4 million and uh, he sent an email to some uh, constituent, and he said, well, at the end of this, it's, when we get done doing the improvements, the building's going to be $10 million, worth $10 million. I don't know how. How does how- he figure that out, and who cares <laughs> at that point? I mean, all, yeah, like, uh, like, like Pima County's in the property flipping business now. Yeah, exactly. There is no way Chuck can see into the future and, and determine, oh, yeah, it's going to go up in value to $10 million. And uh, end of the day, uh, I believe we're overpaying for this, and we're, we're buying a building at a time when we do not need to be doing this purchase. And, and right in the middle of asking for a tax increase uh, for roads and the people, this money could have been used for roads. Over and over again, we have these things, 25 to $30 million on the courthouse, $7 million here. Uh, the soccer stadium. The soccer stadium that's going to be, the memo that Chuck put out on that said when it's all said and done, it's going to be $53 million in improvement. Mm. There you go, folks. You want to know where your road money's going? Uh, it goes into the general fund and gets moved around. And uh, people just need to understand that. And they need to understand that where there is a will to do the right thing and make the roads a priority, we could Absolutely do that. What about really quick, um, the abatement money? Because you mentioned on this show that Chuck was going to put down, by the way, this is Allie Miller you're listening to, Supervisor District 1 on KNST, AM 790 here in Pima County. Um, the, you said something about the, the, that Chuck was going to put, four. was it $4 million or $3.5 million or seven hundred grand a year for five years for some kind of abatement? Yeah, they're doing, uh, in uh, my office, for example, the 11th floor of the building that we sit in downtown still has asbestos in it. And I'm telling you, the stuff comes flaking off the ceiling. It's, it's of great concern to me and my employees. And uh, they're supposed to do abatement, and that contract is 700000 per year. It can be renewed up to five years total. So there's $3.5 million for it's asbestos, mold, uh, I believe lead paint in there as well. And this is a master agreement, which means you can use the monies on anywhere and you don't necessarily track it by project. Did anybody ask Chuck about that? Like, you know, if there is a be- asbestos, where is the money going to come from to fix the bowling alley? Well, I did ask the uh, assistant county administrator. She said these were for county buildings. 
um, that would be coming up. But it is, it's a fund that can be used anywhere. It could be used down at the golf course uh, restrooms that Chuck originally put out a memo, said there was asbestos, then it would cost 225000 to abate that. Then he said there wasn't, but then in the boardroom he said, I didn't say there wasn't, so we don't know what's going on down there. It's, it's this uh, unwillingness to share the information and be honest and truthful about what is going on with these buildings because he just wants to buy them. So he's not willing to give the information or supply the information, for example, on this golden pins because he knows it'll be an issue, as it should be. If we're doing our due diligence, we should have researched this. We should have all the answers before we sign a contract to purchase the building. Yeah, it was very Satish Hiramath-like, but that's a different, uh, <laughs> that's a different story. Again, can you hang on for me? I want to ask you just a couple more questions about the golf course, this new memo about how the golf course owner, uh, Morgan North of Borderland Construction, is going to get out of paying a $100,000 fine. Sure, for, for dummy. Hang on, I want to ask more about the, the meeting, too, who showed up, what it was like, that kind of stuff. Hang okay. on for me. That's uh, Allie Miller, and we're going to continue in about uh, five right here. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. $500 per acre plus some amount per hole based in 1988 multiplied by some index that they tied that to. So uh, for this golf course, uh, the uh, taxes were like, 8,800. So that's a lot of acreage. I know I pay almost that much for my house. So per year. And uh, what happened was this memorandum, I was never copied on it and neither were the uh, other board members other than Supervisor Christie. This was, came out on May 7th and it was given to me by a constituent. Someone just gave it to me and said, have you seen this? I had not seen it. And it was a memorandum from Chuck Huckleberry to the county attorney, uh, apparently, and you can read between the lines in the memorandum mm-hmm. that the assessor, there's a covenant between recorded between the assessor and the owner of a golf course. So when they sell it, that covenant comes forward. And apparently the assessor said the uh, penalty for, and I don't know how long this individual owned it, is $100,000 since you were not maintaining it as a golf course for 10 years. I don't know how many years he owned it. I believe it. he bought it in 2014. Yeah, so it wasn't four years. long. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, in the memorandum, it's to the county attorney from Chuck Huckleberry, and he's directing the county attorney that uh, we will not be charging this penalty. And he said if it appears it would be improper and removed from the tax roll. And uh, I've never spoken to the assessor, nor have I seen the communications between the assessor and Chuck Huckleberry. But Chuck has unilaterally made this decision that this penalty is not going to be paid. So I sent, uh, I scanned this in when I got it and sent it over to the county attorney. And I requested, number one, his opinion as to whether Chuck Huckleberry has the authority to withhold this kind of information from county supervisors who make these decisions based on the information. The county attorney did respond to that one. However, he did it in an attorney-client privilege memo, so I cannot disclose the contents. I am going to put it on the next agenda for the next meeting and request that it be voted on to be released to the public. I believe the public has a right to know. So wait a second. The county attorney said, I can't tell you if Huckleberry 
had the right to do this because of client attorney privilege, even though he works for the county? The county attorney, uh, he responded to my question, it is me, I cannot release it without a vote of the Board of Supervisors um, by law, by statute. I cannot release his answer to me without putting it on the agenda and asking the board to vote to release that memo. I am going to put it on the next agenda and request the board to vote to release it. And uh, in the name of transparency, I do hope they vote to release this memo. The other question I asked, I asked the county attorney, since Chuck took on the role of attorney in this memo, directing the county attorney, I asked him his opinion, and he has not yet responded to that. Um, he is researching it and getting back to me. To see if uh, he can actually count, if Chuck can make legal decisions and legal rulings? I know, I know. This is what is so crazy about this memo. It's directed to the attorney telling him what his inter- what Chuck's interpretation is. And I can tell you Chuck's interpretation is not what I read in the statutes. Okay. I, I pulled up the statutes. I read it. It seems very clear to me. Can you can you hang on? I'm trying to short. Can, you, can I keep you up for one more? Because I want to get more into this. Sure. About what, why Chuck says it sh- that he shouldn't pay the fine. And also want to bring up what happened... Uh, also at that meeting, and including the fact they brought up Red for Ed. Oh, yeah, that so, was a, it was a wild meeting yesterday. Okay, hang on, <laughs> hang on for me. Allie Miller is going to stay with us. We'll continue right now on KNST. It's Fox. Talk. All right, 743, we're continuing. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Pima County, guess what? You want a bowling alley now. The uh, supervisors approved it three to two because they don't mind spending your money, the three nut jobs. Second thing I think you need to know is that Oral Valley is going to have a big vote tonight. million bond to put money in their money-losing golf course. Oh, yeah, money-losing golf course and the money-losing restaurant that they want to convert uh, to something other than a restaurant, even though a resident said, let me take over the restaurant. I'll pay to renovate it, do everything. I'll make it work. They never even called them back. Third thing I think you need to know, Martha McSally, on record now, she told the the House of Representatives, can you officially take me off this co-sponsorship of an immigration bill that would have provided a pathway to citizenship for illegals? I'd rather, I'd rather now that I'm running for Senate, rather now support a bill that is much tougher on illegal aliens. So can you change that for me? Thanks, Martha McFlip. Three things I think you need to know. Allie Miller stuck with us, and I appreciate it. Pima County Supervisor, uh, thanks for hanging around, Allie. Sure, absolutely. Um, so again, this, this, uh, this letter that uh, Huckleberry sent the Chief Civil Deputy County Attorney Andrew Flagg that said, per our discussion, so I guess he discussed it with him, I understand the assessor believes the tax liability associated with the conversion of the Kanoa Hills Golf Course down in Green Valley to a natural park, uh, pursuant to an Arizona revised statute, is about $100,000. Please indicate to the the assessor that the Kanoa Hills Golf Course property is being converted to no use (laughs) rather than a different use. Yeah, and if you read the statute, it doesn't say anything about what type of use it goes to Mm -hmm. if it moves from a golf course to any use. And the question I have is, you know, if this gentleman just bought this in 2014, um, my understanding is the golf course hasn't been in use for a while. So should this have gone back to the prior owner? I'm not sure. But end of the day, someone, uh, uh, and, and maybe if he bought it and took it on and signed that, you know, I'm sure that covenant, he was made aware of that when he purchased it. I'm not sure of all the details because, again, I find out, Somebody gets this out of the county, and I have no idea how the person that gave it to me got it. But end of the day, this is information the Board of Supervisors, in my opinion, should always be made aware of. Nothing should be withheld from us. 
And this happens over and over again. We found this on the American Airlines. There was documentation withheld just all the time. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, here on the appraisal, um, and I am sure the county was well aware of the asbestos. I mean, you don't even think about buying a building from the 1950s without that popping in your mind immediately. Uh, because we own buildings, right, that have asbestos, and, you know, we're sitting in buildings that have asbestos that were built around that time. So we know, and anyone doing their due diligence should have, um, that should have been evaluated as part of the appraisal um, to allow this to go forward and hoping this would be kept in the cloak of darkness, but we stumbled on this. That's the only reason we found out about this. Otherwise, it would not have, we would never have been, uh, made aware of this situation, and you know, I, I will. I, I, I'm looking forward to the uh, county attorney's response on this, um, and hopefully, this uh, whether his opinion as to whether this should or should not be waived, um, and and who has the authority to do it. I believe the only ones that can do it is the board of supervisors. Man, that's my belief, and how Huckleberry is. Um, doing this, I don't know, but we'll see if, um, you know, what the county attorney comes back with, and if he puts it in attorney-client privilege, um, I will be putting that one on the agenda, too, as well to be released, so that people can see what the opinions of the attorney are, and I'm sure he'll provide rationale as to why he, he uh, you know, is ruling the way that he is, or, or giving the opinion. we got to remember, too, what they say is simply an opinion. Um, but um, and then it would be up to people to challenge that opinion, and and most of us don't have the money to, to hire no. attorneys to go and challenge. Did Steve Did Steve Christie have an opinion? Did he say anything about this uh, this memo that came up? No, um, this was not on the agenda this week. And as you know, you can't discuss things that are not agendized unless you're uh, Chairman Elias, <laughs> which I guess you're going to discuss that next. No, I have not. Uh, heard from anyone on this, and uh, you know, I we did make sure that that got you know sent so that the clerk of the board distributed my questions as well as this memo mm-hmm. to all board members. So now all board members are aware of this. You know, they can't sit back and say it was a good purchase. Yeah, uh, and they want to raise taxes and then turn turn down a hundred thousand bucks, can they? Right, and when you when you look at it, you know it was two hundred twenty five thousand for asbestos, three hundred thousand for restrooms, which Chuck says they're going to get donated. We'll see about that, mm-hmm. and then a hundred thousand for the tax penalty. I think the course was donated for exchange of like ten bucks, but that's already six hundred twenty five thousand dollars. And you start adding these up. You add that into the seven million. You add it into the this building we purchase and that building we purchase, and all of these things add up to a whole millions and millions of dollars that could be used for road repair. Yeah, that's right. Pima County Supervisor Allie Miller's on KNST AM seven ninety. So, real quick, we're short on time. A red for Ed. How did that get brought up at this meeting? Which it doesn't seem it's appropriate for that. No, it is not. It's a violation of of uh, you know protocol. The during. Um, a open call. There was a red for Ed individual, you know, circulating. She started announcing that she's circulating her petition and she wanted to get five signatures today. She was doing that in the boardroom, 
and Richard, uh, Supervisor Elias should have uh, instructed her that it wasn't appropriate to do electioneering using county resources. And Richard Elias said, I'll sign it, and Sharon Bronson said, I'll sign it. And they signed it right in the boardroom, and they're, you know, the statutes say in Title 11, which governs the Board of Supervisors, you cannot use county resources to influence the outcome of an election, and this is, in fact, going to be on the ballot. It's the uh, ballot measure that they want to increase taxes on the wealthy for the teacher salaries. And uh, Richard and Sharon signed that right in the board meeting. And, 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 you know, it's just absolutely inappropriate. It's against uh, statutes to do that. There are, there are various statutes, uh, misconduct and coercion. Uh, the people in the room were just stunned. You had a couple of listeners that showed up for the first time, and I met them yesterday, and they were absolutely stunned at what they witnessed. Um, I did call Richard. I called point of order. I said, this is inappropriate. You cannot be doing it. I asked the county attorney for his opinion, and he started to speak. And he, uh, he w- if you listen to the, the audio, you can tell he was, you know, going down the road of this, this is inappropriate. But then Richard just said, well, I'm going to um, adjourn the meeting for a few minutes so we can, um, you know, sign the petition. Didn't even take a vote on the adjournment. And uh, so there you go. He just unilaterally decided he Ugh. was going to go out in the audience and sign that petition. Ridiculous. So this is something that I, I'm, you know, people did report it to the attorney general. I think it's absolutely appropriate that they investigate this and, and you know, stop the cowboy uh, board of supervisor meetings where it's just a free-for-all and totally out of control Several people came up to me that come to those meetings a lot, and they said this is like a reality show. Um, so, yep. uh, and and you have to, you know, start tossing elbows to be able to get a word in edge, edgewise. And when you're attacked every time you you, uh, it, it certainly was a situation for me yesterday. Every time I, I expressed an opinion, it's an attack on me. Well, you're doing it because you hate Chuck Huckleberry. You're doing it because of this is it's inappropriate to even discuss my motivations yeah. up as to why I'm, I'm you know, making... Wait, wait, really, really, I literally have 10 seconds left. So who said that? This other supervisor said you're only doing this because you hate Chuck? Oh, that was uh, Richard Elias. Oh, that's He's nice. the chair of the board. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Kangaroo it, course. It, yeah, and I, I did tell him, I don't hate Chuck. I don't like what he does. There you um, go. So it has nothing to do with whether I like no. or dislike Chuck. When you have a chip on your shoulder, that's how you think. Uh, yeah. Listen, Allie, thank you so much for, for uh, shining a light on all this. And sure. uh, hang on. for i got to talk to you during the break. Hang on for me, okay? Okay. All right, thank you. That's Allie Miller on KNST. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Yes. Hello, hi, it's uh, it's Wednesday. It is your morning ritual. <laughs> Sorry, I got a funny email. Uh, and it's Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Pima County taxpayers now own a bowling alley. Overpaid for it by at least 30%, if not more. Uh, and it'll be converted at some point to a uh, to office stuff and take four million or so to 
renovated. Yeah, isn't that great? And the owner of the bowling alley gets to stay there, rent-free, property tax-free for a year, and make money. So does he get, I should ask, does he get paid the money up front and then gets a chance to just run his business and collect even more cash each? I mean, what a deal. Listen, I want to negotiate with Chuck Huckleberry at this point. Oh, you'll win. As Trump would say, what a stupid deal. What a dumb thing. Yep. So there you go. You you now own that. Isn't that just great? Uh, asbestos or no asbestos, we don't know. Second thing, and by the way, yeah, the appraiser said, yeah, I didn't know about the asbestos. Nobody said anything to me. Whoops. Second thing that I think you need to know, Oro Valley, going to have a big vote tonight at their council meeting. Uh, you should go and make it fun. Uh, the council is going to vote. They don't really care what you say, but you should let them have it anyway. On a $14 million bond that will fix, apparently, water pipes to the uh, throughout the community and the golf courses they own and renovate the community center. They want to change the restaurant that keeps losing money, even though they told us it would make money, into a, uh, they want to renovate it into like more of a workout facility. Why not? Why not waste more money doing that? That's what everybody wants, right? Because we don't have enough wake, uh, workout facilities that are privately owned in Oro Valley, right? Oh, yeah, great. We'll get to that. Third thing, I, again, that's tonight. Go, you go yell at higher math than the rest of those dingbats. Third thing. I think you need to know Martha McFlip. Uh, Martha McSally has officially changed her support of a bill that she co-sponsored. She told the House of Representatives, for the record, can you take me off the spot, the co-sponsorship of the bill that gives illegal aliens a pathway to citizenship? I don't want to do that anymore. I don't back that. I back the tougher version. It doesn't give them a pathway. I'm running for Senate. I have ovaries. I'm Martha Throw McSally. Throw up their ovaries and get the job done. There you go. Three things that I think you need to know. I just lost my... I have ovaries. <laughs> Excuse me. That's uh, Bruce from yesterday who filled it. But play, play the long Bruce. When he was in the middle of a rant. I'm sorry. It's just too funny. It, it gains perspective. The three seconds versus the one second. I heard this yesterday. Here we go. And then put him in a... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I got, you got to send that to me in MP3. You got to send that to a bunch of friends in the radio business. Well, what you don't realize, that was his one good long coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce's iron lung. <laughs> so good. So good. Bruce, the lung Jacobs. I uh, love it. Because he has said some doozies about me on the radio, so I finally get my revenge. Oh, man. <clears throat> there you go. Um, real quick, John, <laughs> I, I, I was off the last couple of days for a private matter. Uh, no offense. But I had some time to actually just watch a little, and I don't really like watching cable news, but just to, just to laugh at it. And I've never seen such outrage and coverage of a story that most people don't care about. Not the stripper stuff. What's going to happen to the aide that said it doesn't matter if John McCain doesn't like Gina Hospital. He's dying anyway. And oh my God, they like the media, they had to fill time, I guess, even on Fox. They still don't get that. Most people don't care. Most people would agree. Yeah, sure, that's kind of a mean thing to say, but you don't think that's said in private all over the place? And on top of that, they're like, we don't care anymore because John McCain has said some mean things about us, called Tea Party people the crazies and the hobbits and didn't want to apologize. He lied about getting rid of Obamacare. He lied about the border. Um, by the way, he also, uh, John, did you hear what John McCain tweeted? Is he apparently uh, crooked Harry Reid, the former Senate majority and minority leader uh, from Nevada. He had some kind of surgery, right? He had surgery for like, I think it was pancreatic cancer or something like that. So uh, McCain writes a uh, a tweet 
uh, to uh, this was uh, yeah yeah two days ago. McCain writes a tweet from one cantankerous senator to another, sending my prayers and best wishes to add Senator Reid as he recovers from a successful surgery. Uh, it should also be known, no tweets to the president or the first lady about her kidney surgery. Should John McCain say something? Oh, of course he should have. Am I going to lose an ounce of sleep about it? No. But we all know what's going on. We're not stupid. You know, I almost wish people wouldn't say anything about John because maybe then his nitwit daughter would just go away. She might actually be almost as bad as him. I mean, it's close. Is she worse? She's just annoying. She's so annoying. Anyway. Tell us how you really feel. I I don't like her. Are you sure? Positive. All right, all right. Stupid question. Thank you. Thank you, Don. My bad. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so there you have it. Um... John McCain. Um, all right, really quick, really quick, too. Again, Allie Miller is going to be at the beer club tomorrow night if you missed uh, the commercial. So I hope you could join us because she's uh, she's fun and she's come to them in the past. But I just wanted you to know because she's really been working hard to try to figure out how to not do this this purchase and call out all these people and things. So if you have any questions for her, right, um, you can ask her tomorrow. So that'll be pretty cool, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this. Oh, yeah. I forgot my, my buddy. You know what? Can you get the McCain? Remember when John McCain said talk radio host can go to hell? Oh, yeah. I, was I about forgot that. about That's that. Right. A buddy of mine's listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Listen, man, you are smarter than me. Funny how McCann has no problem telling talk radio hosts they can go to hell, and that's okay, though. That's true. We need the McCain go to hell. Um, we'll, we'll figure that one out. When you find that, let me know. You need to look harder. Both eyes. Open see. both eyes. Maybe you did. Did you not put that on the side? Well, maybe we can go to YouTube. That's not, that's not difficult to find. Uh, but yeah, he's going. Yeah, if you don't like it, you can go to hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he says. That's what he. That's that's how John McCain actually sounds. Um, while we look for that, though, what? Well, can you play before we get into more fun stuff? The Georgia gubernatorial race. It looks like it's almost as much fun as the Trump campaign of 2016, 2015, and 2016. Uh, last week, I played for you the commercials from one candidate. We put a couple of commercials out. One guy wanted to date his daughter, and he was holding a shotgun near him. Um, and then the other one, he said uh, he has a pickup truck, and he'll go around and uh, and take the uh, illegals. And uh, what what was it again? Uh, oh, we got to oh. find it. We got it. We just just he, let's like just he play take it. him home or something. No, I, 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 I take him to the border myself. <laughs> yeah. I have a big pickup truck for that. I just said that. You know. <laughs> Wow. That we got, we got to find that one. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, that guy, that guy. We yeah, do the long the version of it. I'll get it. Uh, but before we play that, there's another guy that's running for governor. I don't know anything about these people, but he's a Republican, and his name is uh, Michael Williams. And if you thought that that guy's commercial before was really good, uh, you know, go get you know. Before we play the Michael Williams one, before we play this one, let's get the commercial from last week. This is we do live radio. This is the best. Um, where this guy, uh, Brian Kemp. It's a number eight. Go up. Go up. Yeah, right there. Brian Kemp. This guy is Secretary of State in Georgia. He's not a front runner, but he put out this ad. Uh, listen to this. I'm Brian Kemp. I'm so conservative. I blow up government spending. I own guns that no one's taking away. My chainsaw's ready to rip up some regulations. I got a big truck. 
Just in case I need to round up criminal illegals and take them home myself. <laughs> yep, I just said that. There you go. I'm Brian Kemp. If you want a politically incorrect conservative, that's me. So that's one guy that's running for governor there in Georgia. Then there's this other guy. I literally know nothing about this guy. Um, but he wanted to one-up Brian Kemp. His name is Michael Williams, and he has a deportation bus tour. Listen. Hi, I'm Michael Williams, and boy, do we have some exciting news to you. We have our bus tour ready to go, but it's not going to be one of those pansy political bus tours. We've got the (laughs) deportation bus. That's right. You heard me. The Michael Williams deportation bus. Yes. You want to find out where we're coming? Go to deportationbus.com. We're going to implement my 287G deportation plan that's going to fill this bus with illegals to send them back to where they came from. We're not just going to track them and watch them roam around our state. We're going to put them on this bus and send them home. Go to deportationbus.com and find out where we're going to be. See you there. (laughs) If you're as tired as I am with politicians that do nothing but talk and you want to see this bus filled with illegals, vote Michael Williams on May 22nd. I mean, and you're going to get some real wimps, real snowflakes that are like, I can't believe that this is actually happening. This is just not needed. And out of all the lies we've been told, this is what's going to bother you? Like this? Nothing else. This is, gonna, by the way, I think the um, the website has received so much attention to crap. Are you on it? Yeah. I can't get on yeah. it. It won't. It did like, it, it, who is this guy? What has he even done? Does it even say? Uh, more results and less talk. No, no excuses. excuses. There you go. I have no idea what the background of this guy is. I don't care. He's not a racist. Shut up. This is what Americans actually want. You know what? This is like uh, maybe hopefully the, the, the beginning of the end. It'll never go away, but maybe just some of the stupid uh, consultant class that's around Washington, D.C. and political circles in every state where they tell you you have to run a campaign like this in order to win. And Trump took that. And uh, rolled it up and threw it in the garbage and lit it on fire and then ran over the garbage pail on fire with a gigantic Trump bus and won the presidency. So there you have it, right? Why not? This guy's funding his own campaign. Small donors across the state. He's not a front runner. Um, he's just saying what people are thinking. And of course... People are outraged. The bus itself, I'll put the video on my page at knst.com and I'll share it on my Facebook page. Uh, it's, a, it's a school bus painted gray, so it looks like a jailed, you know, bus. And it's all over there. Deportation bus. Fill this bus with illegals, it says in the windows. If you're looking in the back, it says, follow me to Mexico. Danger, murderers, rapists, kidnappers, child molesters, and other criminals on board. Stay back a thousand feet. And of course, some, uh, some uh, Spanish, I guess it's a Spanish radio talk show host. Uh, he was very upset with this. Very upset. Um, he got pictures, and he said this guy uh, Alka, Al, I don't know, somebody, some, some, Al yeah, uh, he, uh, He's a host on La Raza, the Spanish language oh. radio station. Don't you love that? The race, Marco Esparza. He put photos on his Facebook page, and he writes, "What? This clear this candidate is another racist." Excuse me. People should be all upset that there are illegal aliens just staying here and the law is not being followed. You're upset that people that are here illegally should be brought to justice. We we don't buy we don't go with that anymore. And we don't buy the fact that just because you want illegal immigrants to be deported or charged or whatever and immigration laws enforced that you're a racist. 
If that's all you have, good luck. You know what? Good luck. The country's not buying it anymore, and we're over it. Right? We're over it. So this is what is happening now in the state of Georgia. I, I love it. That's just mean. What's mean? How about coming across the border? That's mean. How about not following laws, keeping wages down? That's mean. How about some illegals actually committing major crimes, like the ones we've talked about, murder, rape, you name it. Uh, they have child sex assault. We've gone over all these stories. It happens. Not every illegal does it, but there are plenty that do. So enough. We're, we're over this, uh, this, this candy-ass stuff, okay? We're done with it. We're literally done with it. Garrett, they, they've what? just been What'd oppressed, and they just need some help. I've been oppressed. <laughs> I feel oppressed right now. You. Yep. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. <clears throat> there's that, which is which is nice. Uh, all right, we're going to continue. You can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, we got to get back to the Oro Valley stuff. we got to get to it, actually. we got to get the, uh, the more on the, the golf course. The golf course thing is a freaking huge story, too. How does Morgan North of Borderland Construction get away with not paying a hundred grand in a fine for not keeping his golf course as a golf course for ten years? And Chuck Huckleberry could just flat out do that. We have so much to get to. Don't go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Eight thirty. Buddy of mine sends me a text. Garrett Lewis with you here. By the way, ninety eight and sunny for a high. Um, all these ads are coming out now because of Trump. It's true. Real Americans have had it with all the political correctness and the globalists, and our children are dreamers, too. It's, it, it's true. Our, our children are dreamers as well. Here is, before we get to the phones, here is the McCain. Uh, again, we should be really nice to John McCain and what, and just make sure someone apologizes. This guy's never apologized for a damn thing in his life. Uh, remember when he said this? Stop listening to the bombastic loudmouths on the radio and television and the Internet. To hell with them. You work for me, McCain. They don't want anything done for the public good. Oh. Our incapacity is their livelihood. Uh, your incapacity is actually our benefit, but whatever. Um, hey, I work for you. Give me some good bennies like that, You don't that, work for man. me. You work for iHeartMedia. Oh. And the Sith guy that runs. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, I never, you know, how can I go on if John McCain doesn't apologize? Oh, shut up. Uh, let's go to uh, Manny. Manny, welcome to KNST. Hi, Manny. Yeah, good morning. Hey. Uh, Martha McSally, she's running that ad again that if you're a veteran and you have a problem with the VA to call her. Well, I'm a veteran and I had a problem with the VA and I called her. You know what kind of response I got? What? Well, the lady that answered the telephone wanted to give me Raul, Raul Holder's phone number because I live in his district. Has Raul ever tried to help you in the past? I told her I wasn't going to call him. <laughs> what do I want to call him for? <laughs> so she refused to help you? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, maybe she changed her mind about it, just like she changed her mind on supporting the bill for a pathway to citizenship well, and then the tough one. Who knows? Oh, man, I'm sorry that you had to go through yeah, that. Yeah, you ever I, try calling McCain's office or Flake's office? No. No, I gave up. You know, I told the lady that I was sorry I voted for her, you know. Uh, Good for you. You know. <laughs> Good for you. So anyway, I just thought I'd let you know how she helped the veteran. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Manny. I appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you for your service. Man, that's that's just terrible. Uh eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hi, Steve. 
What's going on? Hey, I, I promise not to have my bad Brooklyn, New York attitude in this call, but a couple of quick questions in regards to Huckleberry Finn, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, if you play Tucson Monopoly, the Monopoly board game, uh, Miracle Mile is like equivalent to Baltic and, and uh, Mediterranean, <laughs> or maybe Landing on Chance, but... The, the pure fact is, with so many people trying to buy real estate properties out here, commercial and, you know, uh, homes, how come nobody else jumped at this great chance of turning this into a $10 million investment? That's a great, great, great question, man. That is a great yeah. question. You, you should have you gone to the, uh, the Pima County uh, Supervisor meeting and asked that. You know, I have a good friend of mine that works for them. And she says uh, Huckleberry Hound is a genius, and that's because, you know, I guess he, he was very kind to her in, in her employment there because she's a wonderful individual. But me, I think he's an imbecile. Um, pure fact of the matter is this investment he's doing now when he has so many other buildings that are available that he can house people. Oh, by the way, what kind of security are they going to have? That's my line of work, security and surveillance. Mm. Um, what kind of security is that guy going to live there and stay there at the bowling alley owner 24-7? So how are we saving money on security? Is I he going to supply yeah, security company to, to troll the area 24-7? It's a great question. I, I, I don't know because it's now county property, I guess, right? As long, yeah, when the sale I'm, goes I'm through in 45 days. I'm proud to be part owner of a bowling alley. I hate bowling anyway. <laughs> uh, you're from back east, right? I'm from Long Island, man. Okay, my wife's from Long Island, uh, but I'm from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. There's okay. where the bad attitude comes in. Well, you know, the in projects, bed, bed Yeah, the projects in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, my dad yeah. had a sense of humor. Jewish kid living in Bed-Stuy. There you go. Well, yeah. yeah very good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Hang on a second. So no so no lawmakers out there in uh, New York tried to buy any kind of uh, any kind of real estate in Bed-Stuy when it was uh when it was really not I mean, Brooklyn's getting better now, but it was a really bad 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 area. Oh, yeah. Nobody tried I, to I buy was, it, I though. I bought a property in Bed-Stuy back in the yeah, day back before in the day. I moved out here in Tucson. But no lawmakers... a lot more than any yeah. property here. But no, no, no lawmakers actually tried to buy anything back when you were living there, because it just didn't make sense. No, it did not at the time, unless you wanted to, you know, buy everything. What is going on on Miracle Mile? Is legal prostitution coming in? I don't think it's legal, but... Uh, yeah. And by the way, Bed-Stuy is so bad. Remember, Billy Joel mentioned he, even, he, he, he walked through Bedford-Stuy alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. But I actually did walk through a Bedford style. And you know the best way of walking through a bad neighborhood? Quickly. Talk to, your, talk to yourself as you're walking down the block and people think you're crazy and they cross the street. <laughs> Maybe Huckleberry would do that when he's, uh, when he's going to play bowling. Uh, who knows? I think he's already talking to himself. Oh, I man. really do for, for his actions. But, hey, Garrett, I uh, always appreciate your show. And uh, thanks for making my mornings great. You got it, man. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Making mornings great again. A different kind of MAGA. 830, uh, 835, we'll continue. We still have to get to the Oro Valley. I swear we will get to the Oro Valley stuff. we got the Martha McSally stuff. There's, there's still a lot of things to get to. 910, we'll have fun. A, a press release, Bud Foster did his usual press release story about the bowling alley. It is so freaking predictable. I think it's hilarious. Now, we'll get to that, too. Coming up, here's Fox. All right, 843, Garrett Lewis with you. It's your morning ritual. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Will you stop writing things that I have to read? Then, yeah, I say them on the air and I get fired. Got those kinds of questions? Thanks, Ryan. Okay. Number one, Pima County now owns a bowling alley on Miracle Mile. Because if they had to rush to buy it, because I'm sure so many people were wanting to buy a bowling alley on Miracle Mile. Right? Real quick, I had a question from a caller. 
Why not buy that old college thing down the road from us on Oracle and uh, Prince? Oh, the old Carrington College? Yeah. There's no as- asbestos in it. It's it's pretty pretty darn big. It's not 50,000 square feet, but I, I, don't, I don't know. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, you own that. So congratulations. My The interview I had with Allie Miller about this will be up at KNST.com and on my Facebook page by, what, about 1030 or so? be sooner than that okay good 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 we'll do that second thing that i think you need to know uh is that oral valley is going to vote today at their council meeting for a 14 million dollar bond where they claim no taxes will be raised and it's all to put some money into their failing golf course we'll get to that in just a second uh improve some water lines and renovate the failing restaurant that we we were told is going to be awesome they want to convert that into a uh, recreation facility or something. Sure, great. Third thing, I think you need to know Martha McFlip added again. Officially, Santa Lee House, for the record, can you please take me off the co-sponsorship of an immigration bill that would have provided a pathway to citizenship for illegals? Because it, it, that won't look good for me as I'm running for Senate. No, 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 no. So change it to the, the tougher one. I back the tougher one that Goodlatte wants. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Ending the visa versity lottery and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, great. Three things I think you need to know. She really thinks you're stupid. So let's go to Oro Valley real fast. Oro Valley tonight, $14 million bond. Now, who's going to vote for it? Just the council members. So you know they're all going to vote for it. They do what the mayor tells them to do. Um, they have failed bigly. They are they're actually are now all of a sudden challengers to the mayor and council people up in Oro Valley. Uh, and and yeah, I, don't, I don't care anything about them. The fact that they have a different name then the mayor and the other council people means you should vote them in. Because these people, literally, they should just say, uh, I think you should vote for me because my, ma- my name is not Satish Hiramath. Yes. Everybody should be voted out in Oro Valley. Everybody. They bought that damn golf course. They rushed through that and it loses millions of dollars every single year. Competes with private business. You name it. So the town manager, Mary Jacobs has a plan on how the town would put $6 million into its struggling golf operations by replacing water lines, remodeling the community center without raising the sales tax or increasing property taxes. Hmm. I thought there was no property tax. Yeah, that was what the whole bond was about. That overwhelmingly, the Naranja Park thing, and it failed miserably for the, uh, for the, the mayor and his and his cronies. Anyway, um, six million dollars to replace water pipe. They're at the end of their life. They said two million dollars to build a police evidence facility that's been in the planning stages for years. Is crime that bad in Oro Valley? At least they don't want to buy a bowling alley yet. She wants to issue bonds that don't require voter approval because it relies on pre-existing revenue sources. Sales taxes and fees that are included in the town's water bill. Bonds will be paid back over the next 20 years. That's what they want to do. And I love this. Jacobs says the decision to pour millions of dollars into the town-owned golf courses and the former country club clubhouse reflects a long-term commitment the council made when it bought the El Conquistador Country Club in 2014 for a million dollars from HSL Properties, which is Humberto Lopez. Remember they did the half-cent sales tax uh, increase to pay for renovations? To make the clubhouse into a community center, apparently they need more money. Yeah. City has already spent about $2.7 million uh, in upgrades after it voted to acquire the three courses. 
Why? Because Umberto and HSL Properties didn't want to spend the money. That's how that works. Yeah, I love this. So they spent $2.7 million on, in upgrades already. The town will have limited options to increase the financial outlook of its golf operations, you think? Uh, extremely not smart councilman Steve Solomon said the changes are costly, but worthwhile over the long term. Quote, it's a win-win situation. We save water and money at the same time. How do you save money by continuing to lose two-plus million dollars a year on a golf course? We save more water and money by losing what? By losing money. We save money by, by losing money. We, uh, yeah. Councilman Joe Hornat, another guy that needs to lose his job along with Solomon, said, quote, We always knew it was going to take money to turn it into a facility that we think the community deserves. We were told it was going to pay for itself and actually make money within five years. Apparently not on that track now, are you? Uh, Satish Hiremath. Satish Bad at Math. Supported the idea. Of course he did. He said he's glad to see town officials were able to find a way to propose building the long-stalled police evidence facility. Yep. Mm-hmm. $3.8 million to replace the course water lines. So what is the, uh, so the, another $10 million goes to what? The evidence center, it's $2 million. So you're down to $8 million then. $8 million for what? They want to spend $2.2 million to renovate the and remodel the community center. The former country club clubhouse, that is the home of the Overlook uh, restaurant. I'll never forget. They said the Overlook restaurant is going to be great. We projected to make a $2,500 profit. Remember that a couple of years ago? And it lost like 250000 bucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you recall, a resident, Noro Valley, said, called, called the mayor, called the town, said, I want to take over the restaurant. I want to do that. I want to take it over. I'll pay for the renovations myself. I'll even pay you rent, and I'll make it into a winner. And they never called the guy back. And now that instead of calling the guy back and having a good restaurant that's privately run and owned or whatever, now all of a sudden you're going to have the town spend $2.2 million to change the restaurant uh, into, um, I guess, more of the community center. And they want a fitness space. Fitness space. Recreational and fitness space for the community. Oh, yeah. Isn't that just nice? So you have that. So that's what's going to happen. 14 million bucks, and uh, not one resident will have a say. But you'll, you'll be able to have a say when election time happens in several months. And you should vote all these bums out that have made bad decision after bad decision and costing uh, taxpayers to pay more in sales tax and cover losses of a golf course and everything else. Uh, but they did it because that's what, uh, that's what Satish wanted, to help out his buddy, Humberto Lopez and HLSL Properties. They, they couldn't keep the name... Uh, Hilton, uh, unless they kept the golf and tennis. That was the rule. That's what I was told. So that's why I said, I want to keep this, you know, I got to keep the golf, but I don't want to pay for it. Satish, just take it off my hands for a million bucks. It's eerily similar, isn't it, to the Kanoa Golf Hills, uh, golf, uh, golf course, Kanoa Hills golf course uh, donation down in Green Valley. Eh, corruption's everywhere. 852 will continue. It's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BANK to 200-200. 
Hello, what are you doing? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, number one. Pima County taxpayer, are you one of them? Guess what? You own a bowling alley that nobody else wanted. You paid more than the value of it, more than anybody else would pay. And you're letting, you're giving the, the you're cutting the check to the owner and letting him stay there in business, rent-free, property tax-free for a year. That is one hell of a deal. I'd say that Huckleberry guy is one tough negotiator, man. He is, he is looking out for taxpayers. What a joke. Second thing that I think you need to know is that Oro Valley is going to vote tonight. The council will. They don't care what you think, unfortunately, but you should go yell at them anyway. In a nice, you don't have to be civil. I'm, I'm, don't threaten them. Don't be violent, but you could yell at them. They wanted the job. Uh, they're going to vote uh, to pass a $14 million bond to put more money in the money-losing golf courses, replace some aging water pipes, renovate the failed Overlook restaurant into a uh, workout facility because because that's a good use of your money, right? Because you, you need if it's just failing, just close it. You know, when the Sheridan and the Hilton owned that hotel, they never opened the restaurant because it never made money. Just let it go. Just close the doors. Close the door. No, nope, we're going to put $2.2 million to renovate it into a place where people can work out and uh, have some recreation, whatever the hell that means. Uh, that's tonight. Go to the meeting. Third thing I think you need to know, Martha McFlip. Martha McSally has told the House of Representatives, can you please take me off the co-sponsorship of the Rack bill, which would have given illegal aliens a pathway to citizenship? Please get me off that. Instead, put me on to uh, support the uh, Secure America's Futures Act, which is the Goodlad bill. That, yeah, that, that's what I'm all about. I'm a, I'm a hawk on the border now. And I love Trump now and stuff. I'm not just saying this to say it the way McCain does. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean it this time. Martha McSally. Three things I think you need to know. <clears throat> By the way, I saw a, uh, the media is so bad. By this whole Israel situation, I retweeted this. If you follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis, you'd have seen this. Um, a conservative journalist by the name of um, Laura Loomer tweeted out just a little while ago, Hamas official Salah Bardawil. Now, Hamas official confirms 50 of the 62 Gazans killed were members of Hamas. So that means 81% of the people that were killed there, the media's like, oh, they're victims, they're upset. 81% of them were freaking terrorists. So you got the moronic media and the anti-Semitic UN and anybody else that actually have like given they've been used as propaganda tools by the terrorists. They are literally doing what the terrorists want. 81%, 50 of the 62 Gazans killed were members of Hamas. And by the way, did you know that um, uh, the Palestinians turned away a, a whole bunch of aid trucks with aid from Israel, medical aid? They said, we don't want that. They'd rather have their people die. Because they could hold them up to the meeting and go, look, look, sick bastards they are. That's what, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Side note. It's a very important note, right? So let's make fun of Bud Foster. <clears throat> Good old press release Bud. 
That's what I call him because every well, all he does is actually say the what is in a press release, and he literally did it again. If this happened Friday, and I was out Monday and Tuesday, so my phone was blowing up Friday night because they covered this finally on a Friday night. Tucson News Now. Uh, good old Bud went down to uh, Golden Pin Lanes on Miracle Mile. Maybe swerved past the prostitute, swerved past the dude on meth. I don't know. And he goes down there and he talks to the dude from the Big Lebowski. Uh, but you know who wasn't there? Uh, what, what's it, what was John Goodman's character in that? Um, because it was, it was well, this aired Friday night. So maybe the guy was there. Remember, the, there's no rolling on Shabbat. Uh, oh, yeah. What, what, what is the character name again? Um, oh, come on. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Walter. Walter. It was Walter. I don't roll on Shabbat. Anyway, Bud Foster goes down there. And you're going to hear, listen, this is not the entire report, but the first half was a complete waste. It was 2 minutes, 56 seconds. There was literally nothing of importance in the first minute and 16. This is the last minute 40. We'll pause it for reaction. Notice what words are never mentioned, what questions are never asked. In this report, where Bud, this is the, the only report he did, leading up to the, the meeting. This, is on, this aired Friday. So this is the only report done. Listen to this. Here we go. But now Pima County wants to buy the bowling alley and renovate it and turn it into office space. It'd be a huge loss. But not for the county, which can buy the building and house six county agencies for far less than it spends to house them separately now. Pause it. That was actually in the press release that Chuck Huckleberry issued. Uh, what, what was it, like uh, last Tuesday or something like that or whatever? It was one of the last Tuesday, last Wednesday? He actually put that out there after we exposed it, thanks to Allie Miller coming on the show, and we brought out how bad this deal was. Chuck wrote a memo talking about how much they paid in rent uh, to house these government agencies, Pima County government agencies, since 1991. And they could save money eventually by buying these buildings, but not, of course, fixing the roads. So here we go again. Bud literally repeated what was on the press release. Here we go. I can't stop any, you know, if they decide to do this. But I'm still hoping they don't. And many others hope the same. Pushback was quick and harsh. So much so, the Lanes posted this notice on his Facebook page, hinting that it's all a big mistake, sparing <laughs> the fans a bit of angst for now. You know, so I've got to my family. Hang on, bowls, hang on go back a couple seconds. So the bowling alley, which knew this was going to happen for a long time. No, no, don't be mad. This could be they don't this this could be a mistake. They knew it was going to happen. Right? Let's continue. My family bowls here. My brother bowls here. My family my, brother. My, his my brother, in-laws. His in-laws. A lot of my friends and family bowls yes. here. The deal is not yet final. It'll be up to the county to decide if it's willing to appease the taxpayers, but at the same time disappoint a couple of generations of bowling fans. Bowling, really? Yeah. It's, it's the first time in years and years that I've been able to come someplace and just relax, meet people, and just be happy. You know, bud, that's no, bud. That's so important. Pause it. Pause it. Nothing in here about, hey, I know you really like bowling, which is why you don't want this to go through. But do you think the county should concentrate on things they're supposed to do, like fixing the roads instead of buying buildings? No. Why ask that question? Why do that, bud? That wasn't part of the press release. 
You don't think there was a phone call placed? Something? Hey, bud. It's uh, Chuck. <clears throat> oh, hey, Chuck. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, uh, hoping that you could do me a favor there, bud. Anything for you, Chuck. What I want you to do is get a positive spin out there for this bowling story. Go down and talk to bowlers. You know, there has to be some pushback on it. Don't bring up the roads. Don't talk about how we should spend maybe the seven million bucks we're going to spend to buy and renovate it on roads. Just have people a little upset about the fact that a, they might not be able to bowl there anymore. Don't don't ask the bowlers about the roads. Just ask them. Ask them about you know bowling. Distract. Well, you got it. Uh, do you want to comment or no? No, no, I don't want any part of this. No, 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 no. So you don't want me to say, you know, should should uh, should the county be focusing on roads? No, shh, bud, it's not part of the press release. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. You don't think that conversation took place? Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Let's hear the end of uh, good old Bud's commentary. Here we go. Yeah, now we'll know a whole lot more next week when Pima County will vote on whether to buy golden pens or maybe not. Um, that vote will come up on Tuesday. Now, if you'd like to read the county response or the response from Golden Pen Lanes, we have that posted on our website. As for these folks here, they're certainly hoping that it stays open for a while so they have something to do with their spare time. Uh -huh. At Golden Pen Lanes, I'm Bud Foster, K1E News 13, live local April. Not one mention of roads. <laughs> oh, that's a strike. I know. Ah! ah. There you go. Not one mention of roads, not one mention of talking to supervisors over if this is appropriate or not, why this makes sense. They just wanted to spare you all the trouble and headache. Bud could have used all that stuff. 880-KNST, 880-5678. No question from Bud to any supervisors about the asbestos claims, nothing like that. Why are you paying more than what the appraisal actually says? I mean... Well, it's a split controversy. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't even know. No, it's not. Uh, but doesn't want to split the relationship. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Holy press release, Bud Foster. Probably thinks we're mean about this, but dude, I'm. You could think that I'm. I mean, I've been all called. I've been all called all kinds of names. Uh, I've been told all kinds of things to my face. Email, Twitter, you name it, it's fine. This is embarrassing. Again, this is is on the same. What would maybe really, you know, call Bud a uh, press release, Bud Foster, is the story he did about the sales tax that is not going to happen, but Huckleberry and the three dopey administrators want it to happen. Because um, Chuck basically did, I'm sorry, Bud, sorry, it's easy to confuse them. Bud actually did a whole story about why it's good for you to have a sales tax for the first time ever in Pima County. He did that. That was, it was press release Bud Foster. So there you have it, Bud Foster, and um, the credibility is huge. I got some emails, by the way. <clears throat> uh, I love this one. Uh, where is it? Uh, Sue. Sue. Good morning. Would it be possible to do your show while attending the next Board of Supervisors meeting? <laughs> I realize they would try to be on their best behavior, but think it might be a real eye-opener. No. They wouldn't let me do that. I wouldn't want to do that. 
No, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. But this, uh, this is, I mean, this just smells funky. It really does. It's like it's in the gutter. Should I keep going? You know what they need to do at Pima County? From all the filth and the stench, they need to take out the bottle of deodorizer they use for the bowling shoes and spray it on down. Any more bowling analogies or... It's bad. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, I know. I didn't really work. But... <laughs> Leave me alone. Again, between this and the fact that, that Chuck Huckleberry literally wrote to the county attorney... The deputy county attorney, I should say. Uh, his name is, hang on, I'm, I'm opening up the document right now. Uh, Andrew Flagg, two Gs. Chief Civil Deputy County Attorney, May 7, 2018. I guess he had a discussion, per hour discussion. So anyway, Doug Huckleberry said, do not charge Morgan, what the hell's his name again? North. North. Borderland Construction. Do not charge him a $100,000 fine that state law says we have to charge him because he ha- he owned a golf course for less than 10 years and it's now going to be used for something other than a golf course. He said, again, please indicate to the assessor that the Kanoa Hills golf course property is being converted to, quote, or to not, well, to underlined, no use rather than a different use. But it's not no use that you're converting it into a park. This guy, the reason they do this is because, again, like Ali Miller said, Golf course owners get certain tax breaks. They don't have to pay as much in property taxes because it's a lot of property. And he bought it. I'm assuming, and this is just my assumption, I'm allowed to do this, that he probably bought that out-of-business golf course thinking he can convert it and develop it into some kind of land, like for homes or whatever. And the people freaked out. And he had a useless piece of property for four years. He said, I'm sick of paying 20 grand a year in property taxes. Let me just give it to you. And he said, by the way, Chuck, I probably don't want, I don't want to pay the 100 grand in fines. No problem. I'll, I'll get your back on that. So Chuck told the county attorney, even though he's not an attorney, we're not charging him for this. Excuse me? Start calling Chuck the kingpin. I don't want to give him that ego. Oh, we'll take that one away. All right. Strike. <laughs> All righty then. <clears throat> so we have that. 880-KNST. 880-5678. We'll continue in uh, in four. Don't go anywhere. Your reaction coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shun. Nine twenty-seven. Thank you for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you here. So, uh, by the way, sunny, high about 98 today. Uh, Dan sent me an email. This story is a nice pickup by your team. We have a team? Anyway, uh, let's go to uh, John. He's been waiting. John, welcome to KNST. Hi. Yeah, hi, Gary. Good morning. Morning. Um, Look. Tucson, Pima County is famous for this. Back in the 80s, uh, one of the school districts, I think it was TUSD, wanted like $3 million bond issue to buy some 284 computers so the children could get educated on computer skills. Mm-hmm. About five years later, they found them in a warehouse, hadn't been touched. All of them were still in the boxes. Their excuse was they didn't have anybody that knew how to install them. And nobody could hang for that. 
Oh, okay, my gosh. Now, <laughs> years ago, Chuckleberry had this thing where he couldn't find no money to fix the roads, and a few days later, he had $8 million he found just miraculously, and he bought all those soccer fields. <laughs> you know, this is just continual. And Chuckleberry was his county supervisor, so who he knows how to play this game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, listen, you know, uh, it's... It's it's as it's as crooked as the day is long, right? And they exactly. go, and it go, but it crosses the parties because you had a whole group of Republicans that were backing Sharon Bronson, the Democrat, to beat the Republican uh, Kim DeMarco. So exactly. it's it's like a whole, we have our own swamp here. And now you have uh, what's his name, Leah Marquez uh, Peterson's brother Edmund, claiming that Ali doesn't do anything. And she needs to be replaced. He's sick of people not doing anything. What, raise taxes? Edmund? Edmund listens. I know he does. He is more than welcome to come on this show and explain that. Allie's the only one that's on our side. She's the only one. I mean, we're the highest tax district uh, in the state. Yeah, I know. Scottsdale doesn't even pay it. I know. know, Scottsdale doesn't pay taxes like we do. You know, it's ridiculous. Yep. And, and then your screener was telling us about, well, we got to vote him out. Screener. Okay. Yes. Um, remember McSally, even though you don't like McSally, and I don't like her anymore either because she's a McCain clone now. Yeah. But remember when she was running against Colonel Sanders? On election night, when I went to bed about 4 in the morning, it was 95% of this precinct counted, I think it was, and Colonel uh, McSally was winning by 17,000 votes. And then, what, a week later, all of a sudden, Colonel Sanders wins by 20, 26 or 29,000 votes. In four precincts, they found that many votes to switch it that much, that drastically, in all these provisional ballots and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I the other thing is, if oh, you're an American more. citizen to vote, you have to learn how to speak English. So why, why are half the people there no, you don't. have to have Spanish ballots? No, you don't. Uh, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have to anymore. That's the point. That's why you have the Spanish ballots. That's what sucks, man. It sucks. It's ridiculous. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's just it's frustrating, man. That's all you can do is vote him out. That's all you... You know what? Don't think it's impossible. It'll never happen. Did you think Trump was going to win? I mean, I did. But did you really think that they'd let him win? That they wouldn't fight? They Look, they created this fake dossier. They did everything. They threw everything they could. And what's funny is that it's very similar to what's going on in Pima County. The media concentrates on crap that... That nobody cares about. Stormy Daniels, her dirtbag attorney. Um, is someone going to apologize? Why is the girl not fired for making the McCain comment? Nobody cares about that stuff. And the only people that are making a big deal about Allie is the swamp. The voters that the voters that love Trump don't care about that stuff. The voters that love what Allie Miller's doing, they we ignore. You know, they, they're not influenced by Edmund Marquez. We need someone that's going to raise taxes to get the roads fixed. No, we're sick of that. We're sick of it. So they can sit there and, and yell and scream all they want. And then he gets, what, you get another dopey supervisor or some moron in the media that does a, a hit piece on Allie? We don't care. That's why she won by 15 or 16 points over her challenger in the last one. An alleged Republican guy who was propped up by the same people that, that made Sharon Bronson win, the same Republicans for, uh, for Bronson. Same ones. They don't, the voters here like what Allie's doing. We see it with our own two eyes. We're not influenced by the dopey media and these other people. Oh well, if Edmund Mark, if if Edmund Marquez and if Steve Christie say it's about time someone just plays, you know, play, you know, does good, play along to get along and get along to get along. No, we're over it. We're over it. It ain't gonna work again. We're out, 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 out.
That's how it is. I keep getting texts that Pima County got Munsoned from the movie Kingpin. <laughs> Munsoned. <laughs> nice. I think you guys did. Uh, That's why I live up in Phoenix. I know. You're pretty much out Phoenix. Yep. All right, uh, 933. We'll continue on KNSC. Don't forget, tomorrow night is Beer Club for Men Night. I'll be at Mr. On's from 5 to 7. Allie Miller is going to be there, too. She's going to be a guest of honor at the Beer Club for Men, where we also invite women, where I think we'd actually consider Allie uh, more of part of the club than Chuck Huckleberry. Maybe even Steve Christie. Who knows? Anyway, um, she's going to be there. So if you have any questions for her, want to give her a compliment, a pat on the back, whatever it might be, she's going to be there. Now, the whole happy hour is extended from 4 to 8. I'd get there early. I think there's going to be a pretty decent crowd there. Uh, and uh, and I'll be there from 5 to 7. Allie, I guess, will be there from 5 to 7 as well. Great food specials, great drink specials at Mr. On's tomorrow night for the beer club. And once you go in, if you've ever been there before, it's a Japanese steakhouse at Oracle and Rudisil. It is just south of Orange Grove on Oracle. You can miss it. And they, when you walk in, you go to the left on the ramp. That's the bar area. They have a patio connected to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope to see you there at the Beer Club for Men. You can get yourself a Beer Club for Men pint glass while they last, a KNST T-shirt with the stimulation on the back while they last as well. Tomorrow night, 5 to 7, I'll be there, and so will Allie Miller. Find out more at MrOnTucson.com. Oh, yeah, 941. Can you imagine being On the this guy day what? who has to watch the hamster? Just watch him go around and pet the hamster. They'll do it. They scare me. And you can feel safe that your hamster will be just fine at Central Pet as long as, like, you know, some big-time Hollywood actors aren't actually watching them. <clears throat> you know the old myth? Whatever. They can watch Gerbil, too. Gary Lewis with you here. Oh my uh-huh. Three things I think <laughs> you need to know. Number one, we get into Sharon Bronson sound bites, some other stuff. Uh, three things. Number one, thank you. you do, what is going on there? Number one, uh, Pima County supervisors voted three to two to buy a bowling alley. So congratulations, you own a bowling alley, and the guy. It's going to be renovated. It's be about seven million bucks, and that doesn't even cl- include the abatement, by the way. Uh, to buy it and renovate and everything else, and the owner of the bowling alley gets to live there and open up and keep the business open for another year, rent-free, property tax-free, collecting cashish, but he still gets paid by the taxpayer. Isn't that just great? What a deal. What a deal. Uh, second thing I think you need to know uh, is, and this is another big one, Oro Valley going to vote tonight, their council meeting. Go there. I think it's 6 o'clock start. Just go to Google Oro Valley and get their website and get the information there. They're going to vote. The council will fourteen million bucks for a bond to put money back into the failed golf course. Is golf courses um, convert the failed restaurant into like a workout facility? Because that's what you need, right? Two point two million on that, and uh, improve the water infrastructure. Get rid of some aging old pipes, replace them, back, fix them up, whatever. Fourteen million bucks. They say it won't raise taxes. We'll see. Third thing, I think you need to know. Martha McSally told the House, "Listen, change, change something." I'm no longer a co-sponsor of this bill that would actually give citizenship or allow citizenship down the line to illegal aliens. It's not good for me. I'm running for Senate. Please change change it. I don't want to support that as a co-sponsor or anything. Change my support for the tougher one, the good lad bill. That will crack down on visa diversity and uh, visa lottery, diversity, you name it, all that stuff. That's, that's what I need. She thinks you're dumb. Like we're not going to notice it. Bill Clinton did this. Remember, he was for the bill before he was against the bill? 
Which one? Oh man. No, Nancy Pelosi was that was that way. Um I'll be back. Let me find it. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of flip floppers. Three things I think you need to know. Now, Sharon the driver Bronson. Um because there was more than just the uh the golf, uh, not the golf, the uh, the bowling alley votes <clears throat> yesterday at the Pima County Supervisors meeting. There was also a symbol, kind of a symbolic vote. Do you want to move forward with the idea of a sales tax? And it was three to two, yes. Three to two, yes, I want to do it. Three to two to make it happen. Now, if they want to actually enact the tax, they need a unanimous, unanimous um, support. It's got to be five to zero. And it's it's not going to happen that way. Because Allie Miller was always against it, and then it took a little while, but Steve Christie finally threw in the towel because he realized all the money from the sales tax in Pima County, if it ever goes through, would not be used for roads. There's no mandate for that. It could be diverted to whatever, and Dick Elias, Supervisor Dick Elias, already said, I would like uh, about $58 million to go to poor people because if they're going to pay a sales tax, they need some help with other things. What about the roads? You know, poor people have to pay more money to get their cars fixed because of the roads, whatever. So anyway, um, Sharon Bronson's very disappointed. Bud Foster did another symbolic press release story where he's very, she's very upset, Sharon, the driver Bronson, that apparently there is really no way to fix the roads. She's such a deep thinker. Listen to this from Tucson News Now. Here we go. The county board approved a plan today to fix the roads, but it is just a plan to fund it with a half-cent sales tax takes a unanimous vote. That clearly isn't coming. We're out of tools. With the deep divisions on the board, for that to happen would be a minor miracle. Voters are not going to be happy. I'm not happy. We we had some tools and our board is not working together for what's best in the interests of our residents. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you, what tools were those? Tax increase. That's a tool. That, that's what I think it was. What else? I Ta- mean, tax increase. Tools implies like, you know, you have multiple avenues of, uh, to get this done and executed. Tax increase. That's it. Tax increase. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tax increase. So that's all the, uh, the driver uh, thought. They, you know, instead of going, you know, work with Ali Miller. Let's find the money in the budget. Let's do that. Nope. I'm so disappointed. We have no other tools. I have no other way to think. I don't even know what to say. Chuck hasn't told me. Hardcore hitting questions by Bud Foster. Big ones. Huge ones. <clears throat> so there's that. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, really quick. Really quick. Really? Yeah. <sighs> All right, Chuck, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, is Bud Foster there? Can I speak to him? <sniffs> nah, anyway. Yes. In all seriousness, yes. um, has Hello? anyone ever considered putting it to a public vote and deferring all the <laughs> RTA funds to maintenance for five years? Wait, what? So re- either if you have to repeal the RTA yeah. or vote to reroute it and spend that money instead of on bike paths and trains spend it on uh roads just asphalt yeah well you got to remember the rta is made up of who and your, your phone is you're like in the wind you're in a wind tunnel right now uh chuck it was very funny chuck calling for but I, I like that oh you know it was good 
Um, Steve Christie loves the RTA because he was part of that. And, of course, they're the ones that came up with the idea for the whole streetcar, which is a boondoggle of cash. Uh, anyway, um, it's all the mayors in towns. They all want it done. You know, Oro Valley wants that money to fix the roads in Oro Valley. They want it to, you know, somewhere else wants the road money to fix it there. And good luck. It's it's never going to happen. It's just never going to happen. They're not going to give up their power. Not, no. I, I hate to tell you, but no. You just got to vote these clowns out in Pima County and uh, go from there. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Simple as that. Uh, 949. Uh, did you hear about this? Yeah, I've been so wrapped up. There's so much I didn't get a chance to talk about. Um, a restaurant um, kicked out a man from their restaurant. A, re- a restaurant workers kicked out a man from their restaurant because of his hat. Did you? He- you're going to want to hear this, okay? You're going to want to hear this. It's coming up in four. What restaurant? Where it was? What was the hat? What about this young man? This is friggin' epic. All I can say is, uh, Starbucks, are you listening? Starbucks, are you listening? We'll get to that coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Video station. No change on President Trump's calendar, and Lisa Brady, Fox News. He's getting questions, though, about North Korea possibly scrapping a summit and whether they're bluffing. Fox's John Decker, live at the White House. During an Oval Office meeting with the president of Uzbekistan, President Trump was asked by reporters whether the planned summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un will still take place on June 12th in Singapore. We haven't seen anything. We haven't heard anything. Uh, We will see what happens. North Korea, through a senior foreign ministry official, threatened to pull out of the summit, accusing the U.S. of harboring sinister intentions. If the summit does take place, the president said the U.S. will insist on the denuclearization of the Korean peninsula. Lisa. Thanks, John. Costly fallout from the worst sex abuse scandal in sports history as Michigan State University reaches a settlement with victims of Larry Nassar. Fox's Jeff Manasso is live in our Midwest Bureau. Lisa, the $500 million settlement for women and girls who were sexually abused by the school's former sports doctor, Larry Nasser, who also worked for USA Gymnastics. Both organizations are accused of ignoring complaints for years. Under the terms of the deal, $425 million will be paid to 332 survivors. $75 million will be set aside for future claims. Nasser has been imprisoned, likely for the rest of his life. The case also led to firings or Designations of top MSU, USA Gymnastics, and other officials. Lisa. Thanks, Jeff. Police in Texas just confirming that six people have been shot at a home in Ponder, a small town northwest of Dallas. Five are dead. The lone survivor hospitalized. Police say the initial call was for a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and they say they're not looking for any suspects. But no other details yet. Fox News, fair and balanced.